0: These days, it's so easy to make an enemy and to do it very quickly, right? because and I'm not saying like an enemy in terms of someone who's pitted against you, but an enemy is like someone who's out there, someone who disagrees with you. It's so easy for us to, to cater to ourselves and to surround ourselves in an echo chamber of how we consume media and receive the news. It's so easy for us to never have a viewpoint that, con- that contradicts or challenges what we hold. And if we do, it's often and easily presented as something totally irrational, totally foreign, totally detrimental. It's so easy to create an enemy. A good rule of thumb is this, is if the things you're listening to or watching or reading don't regularly challenge your core beliefs, you're not seeking the truth. You're not seeking to grow in love and honesty. You're not seeking to love other people better. This is the challenge that we all face, is that we live in a world where people have varying viewpoints on things that we hold dear. Now, I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that we should compromise on what we hold to believe is true, because we as Catholics do believe that what our church teaches and holds is the fullness of the truth. But you and I are not put here on this earth to win. Jesus has already done that for us. As St. Paul reminds us in that second reading, Oh, nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. You and I, brothers and sisters, are called to love one another. To create a better place in love. Because as we heard in the opening prayer. The collect for tonight's Mass. We are the beloved sons and daughters of God. God, Jesus, in the waters of baptism. Has claimed us for himself. We are simply to share that good news with other people. And that means building relationships. With those people who are other. Who are them. Who are even our enemy. The good news of Jesus Christ is this, there is no soul that isn't worth worth everything for us. Those people who we don't agree with, who we don't like, who vote differently than us, they're not our enemies. They're the beloved, they're the prize. Imagine how much better our world would be if we viewed the people who disagree with us not as the people to be vanquished and destroyed and cast down, but as the person to be loved the person to be brought to the Lord, the prize for which we were put on this earth to seek and to win. Yes, as we heard in the first reading, we were sent and we are sent as watchmen. We are sent to bring the good news to the world, but that requires of us meeting people where they are. As Pope Francis likes to say over and over again, to accompany people on the journey, to lead them, yes, Jesus but to meet them where they are and to walk with them. In the gospel, Jesus doesn't say if your brother sins against you, go to the church right away. No, no. Jesus says go to your brother first. We are called to love the person who is in front of us, even if they totally disagree with the things we hold dearest. To love them, yes to challenge them, but to challenge them in love. St. Thomas Aquinas, Dominican theologian extraordinaire, one of my heroes, has this to say in commenting on a passage from the philosopher Aristotle. He's writing here and commenting on what do you do with two opposing viewpoints, the one you support and the one that you don't. He says this, we must love them both. I can't read my... Okay. Though who, those whose opinions we share and those whose opinions we reject. We must love them both. For both have led, have... I, am, I can't even read my own handwriting. That's how bad it is. <laughs> for both have helped in the search for truth. And both have helped us in the, in, finding, in the finding of it. I really need to improve my handwriting. But that's the beauty of it, right? Is that even those people who we don't like or who hold opposing viewpoints, can help us to love better and to know better and to bring other people to God and to his church more lovingly and fully. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. And here's what's going to happen when we love one another when we lead with love, when we walk with people and invite them and encourage them and meet them and push them to help take that next step toward the fullness of truth in faith, we will save a life. In my work at the campus ministry over in uh, Bloomington, I, can't, I, I, mean, I, can't, you know, I don't want to disclose or break confidences, but lives are being saved, actual lives because they have people, these students have people in their lives, other students who love Jesus, who invite them, who encourage them, and in their moments of trial and difficulty and temptation can lean on that person. Not because that person's always right, not because that person is always telling them what they're doing wrong, but because that person is in their life and loving them. This is the world the Lord desires for each of us to build. Not a world torn apart apart by political rancor and division or all of those other things. But a world of love. And each of you is responsible for loving one another and building that world of love.